Hey, 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 welcome to Sugar Coated, the podcast that is bringing you new topics in a mini series style. I'm excited to be kicking off this new segment, the relationship series. This episode is with a very special guest, so let's get into it. Judge P is what he goes by on his show, Situation Court, where people are given a platform to discuss and settle their disputes, and we, the audience, get to decide who is the winner. Phil is what I call him, my long-term friend who is always willing to be neutral on any given topic. So what better than to be a part of this discussion on this segment of the Relationship Series? Cheating. Can a relationship truly survive cheating? Let's get into it. Phil, tell these people you have a show and what is your show about? Oh, my show is called Situation Court, where we help people in the middle of a a tough dispute or debate. We um, offer a third party to give their opinion, which would be me, Judge P. But ultimately, the viewers vote on who they think won. So basically, anytime you have a, so like you have an argument, at the end of the argument, you never know who really won because it's just you two. Right. And you don't want to go to your friend or their friend because the other person will think they'll side with them. So we, we have a third party with an unbiased opinion and maybe they can, you know, give you some jewels to take along with you in the process or we just give you a format to fully get out your feelings and, you know, express how you really feel about the situation. Because a lot of times in an argument, people are just attacking each other. No one's really listening. So in this platform, they have to hear what you have to say. And you have to hear what they have to say. And then, you know, we just go through the motions. Right. And so you've been doing this show for how long? Well, I launched my first episode in October of last year. Oh, wow. So you're coming up on a year. I am, I am, I am. It goes fast, huh? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's at a steady pace. <laughs> right. So what's it's been worked. your uh, most successful show? I think my actual first episode. And I kind of think I know the reasons behind that. People, even the people that you're close to, are more excited to view and share your brand new venture. Whereas though, when as it goes in time and they see more and more of it, it becomes normal. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really had that breakthrough episode yet that goes beyond my um, circle. So I'm still working on that process now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I've run into that too with this podcast. But Mm -hmm. your show and us being friends for a very long time, I thought that this would be perfect topic to discuss with you. (laughs) <laughs> for my relationship series. Yeah. And so we're going to talk it. to you today about if a relationship can actually survive cheating. The first thing is lots of people have many different definitions of cheating, right? And so when mm-hmm. you're in a relationship, married, dating, 
male, female, same sex, whatever the case, somebody's definition of cheating might not be the same as the other person. So do you think when you're in a relationship, you two have to have, I don't want to use the word contract, but like you have to be on the same page as far as what your definition of cheating is in order for it to hold any weight. You have to because they can always get away with something by using the excuse that they didn't know. Do you think that men will use that excuse more than women or it's equal? I don't know. Equal, greater than, less than, but they'll use it. (laughs) 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 Because you got some good dudes that that get with Jezebels Mm. and you got some women that get with man whores. So I don't know what the specific numbers would be, but you have people that are adventurous. You know what I mean? It's a good word. You know, yeah, so that conversation has to take place because um, knowledge is key. Knowing what the person expects. I had a weird conversation. This a coworker of mine said, don't have expectations. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing you can say in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell them what you expect because there are some things that will hurt you to a point where you don't want to be with them anymore. Well, was he meaning, like, don't have expectations of that person so you don't get let down? Yes. Mm. But that falls in the lines of cheating, what you define as cheating. If your mate says, I'm going to the mall, but they're really going to their ex's house to have sex. Yeah. Your expectation is for them to say and do what they said they were going to do. Right. He needed to explain that in a little more detail because that's a broad statement. Right. But there was ways that later on he comes to me and says, yeah, she has to transfer some money because she hasn't helped pay this mortgage last month. I said, whoa, that's the expectation, isn't it? And he started choking on the spit. Like, dude, don't tell me you don't have expectations. (laughs) (laughs) You got to set boundaries. Right. Exactly. That's financially intimately everything right absolutely it's important because like you said everybody out be out here going all willy-nilly right figuratively and literally (laughs) right so your job has expectations if not you'd be fired same thing right so what's your definition of cheating doing what's not acceptable by your mate that's not clear enough for me because if we have the conversation it is okay so you're saying whatever parameters your mate sets Yes. So like my definition because you can feel differently. Right. So my definition of cheating would be anything that consumes you enough where it's taking you away from your partner. If you're indulging in not only physical activity, but if you're let's say porn, you're Ooh. doing porn every day that to the point where it is taking you away from feeding into your relationship, that's cheating emotionally you can be cheating because if you're not feeding your your partner you're feeding the porn but that's a tough one because were they in the porn before you what's that matter or because that's the thing you have to accept people as they are unless you tell them when you got with each other hey i don't want you watching porn anymore and to me that is actually kind of controlling because if their if them if their porn watching is innocent, you're just telling them you don't want them to do that because you feel a certain way, but they're actually not doing anything to you. Well, if their porn watching is innocent, then it's not cheating by my definition. If it's if they're indulging so much that it's taking away from me, 
and intimacy with me, then that they're doing it too much. But you know what I see that as? A problem? <laughs> Not at all. I see that as a challenge. Oh, I see it as a problem. I, I don't think it's challenge. healthy. To me, it's a form why, of addiction. But why are they watching porn? Yes. I mean, they, I don't they, know. Usually, right. That's the main question. If they weren't really watching it that much, and now all of a sudden they are, something has changed in their life. Maybe they're not getting enough of something, or... So they're seeking out. Hey, that's the, that's the conversation. Not but by that stopping, definition, they're cheating. For me. By your, by your rules, right. Yeah. But I would rather know why they're all of a sudden watching it so much versus right. why are you cheating on me? Because they can find a way to do something else worse than porn if you stop them from doing that. There's something missing. There definitely needs to be a conversation because for some, it is not just a fun thing. For others, it is something that they partake in together. For some, it has caused divorce. For others, it has created bonds. I personally am on the side of like, it's not desirable for me, but I know people who love love porn love porn and love to do that and that's their life that doesn't really affect mine but if we were dating we'd have a problem there'd be a right. lot of holy water and prayer no i'm just kidding Ooh. <laughs> they already get wet shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my gosh so, yeah. yeah so i guess um it just depends so you're, it's circumstantial right other than the obvious of intercourse but some would right. say, some would argue that emotional cheating is worse than just doing a one-nighter and moving on. Would you agree with that? See, this is my male chauvinistic side. Majority of men don't cheat for an emotional attachment. Some do. Some men are treated like trash bags by their women. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that woman that they're cheating with, it's not even that. And, and here's the thing. This is a proven fact. A lot of men cheat with women that aren't even as attractive as their mate. Why? So it's some because they're getting filled in another way. They're being filled in an emotional way. They're not being nagged at. They're not being told to do this or you're not doing this enough or you need to be doing this more or that woman that they're cheating with, they're going to them and they're being treated like a king. Mm, you make a really good point. My friend and I were actually... It's funny you bring that up. We were talking about this because she said, hey, did you see this new um, series on Netflix? It's called um, Friends from College, College Friends, something like that, something along those lines. And it's basically uh, a group of friends who were super tight in college and they, you know, went about their separate ways, but then they come back for some type of not reunion, but somebody's getting married or something. And so they're all coming back to the same state. And lo and behold, the two of the college people are married, but he's cheating on his wife with his college girlfriend. Who's also the wife, the girlfriend and the wife are friends. Cause they were, they're all oh, in the same no. group. But to your point, that was his reasons because everything became, there was no excitement anymore. There was no you didn't have to worry about, oh, did you take out the trash? Oh, what are you doing for dinner? You didn't have to worry about the day-to-day mm-hmm. day of, like, life and being being married and what marriage often brings. For him, it was a, uh, like, an escape from that. Escape. Let me tell you this. Let me just add this for any woman that really wants some real knowledge, right? That cheating with the sexual part sometimes is just a blanket. 
Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. A mature man, a good man, desires peace more than sex. Mm-hmm. So if a man can find peace in a woman and she throws in the sex, he's winning. Yeah, that's Bible. Then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that peace is so... Especially if you think about it in this way, the world is ugly. The world is mean. Your job, you're probably not doing enough for your boss at work. Um, traffic, the children, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you don't got the kind of money you want. The pressures of just being a man. At the end of the day, the closest person you have is your mate. And then you lay down with them and they're nagging you too. Somewhere you got to escape. But those peace. are people who are put their peace in a physical relationship would be more likely to cheat. What about those there are, I mean, not every man is equipped like that. Some will turn to God. Some will turn to working out. Mm. You know, mm. they wouldn't just go and, and divulge in ruining their marriage because they're lacking something. So do you think that age has anything to do with that? Well, like anything in time, you're supposed to get better. But I would say not age um, is just your level of understanding. I would say as if you're older, you should take the time or have taken the time to know what you need and what's wrong and things of that nature. Because when you're young, you're still trying to figure it out. So as you get older, you know, hopefully you have more knowledge. But as we know, some men get older and still do the same things that they were doing at 21. So, but you have more opportunity to be better as you get older. Right. So there's a plenty of us that have done things in our younger age that we look back and say, I'm definitely not that person anymore. I'm better. You're not perfect, but you're better. I would never give a green light to two individuals really young getting married. Yeah, in their 20s. Yeah, because they're still in a growing phase and, you know, the possibility of not not only growing, but growing apart, growing separately. I mean, I think that your 20s is, I would agree with that. I think your 20s, unless you have a very strong foundation or you were raised in the church, Christian, your whole life, even then it might be an issue, but getting married or even jumping into something in your 20s, I would agree is going to be far more challenging than in your 30s because in your 20s you're figuring shit out you don't know what you want about life you don't know who you are as a person what you want to do what you want to be and i see people as young as 21 getting married and now that i'm 37 i look back when i was 21 and i'm like shit if i was with the same person that would be a story to tell. We would have cheated. We would have broke up, got back together. You know what I'm saying? Because right. just the way that my life has happened over the course of the last 20 years, even. It's just been a shit show at some points. And you're like, to have to go through that with somebody, too, and then you feel like you're tied to them. Mm, and no then you're bueno. Yeah, it's, it, if, if you're not strong mentally, then... Yeah, you're going to cheat left and right. Because I think some of the reasons that people really cheat, I mean, I would agree with... Well, really, it comes down to lacking something. For men, you said, you mentioned peace. I think the biggest one for women is um, connection. And if they're hitting it right. Yeah, well, I said it. No, well, the problem with that is... I think it's... That's so weak, though. It like, is weak, but it's it's true. <laughs> but but were they hitting it right at one point in time? Yes, because here's what here. Just think about this, and you may disagree, but I'm I'm only speaking from a woman's point of view. 
when you first meet somebody, it's different. It's different because when you're in a relationship with someone, you get, you reach levels, right? And when you're in this dating stage, everything's new and it's exciting and everything, your heart's racing, you get butterflies, you're excited to see them, you, you look your best, you shave on when you wouldn't shave normally, you put on your best cologne, you look, you do. I mean, if you think about when people are dating, you go, you go to the 10, right? On a scale of one to 10, you bring your, your 10 game. Then everything's like uh, your, your, I don't know, it's like a rush. And so there's passion and there's connection. And yeah, the sex is good because you're excited and that either stays the same or people get comfortable the longer that you're together. So what happened, mm -hmm. you know, on year one might not happen anymore on year five or year 10 or year 15, or you get some of the older couples that are like, I've been looking at him forever. That's because it's not new no more. So I think for women, there's like this connection. It has to continue to be exciting. It's like a constant. Well, what, what, what you're saying, right? And how you even described it, right? The woman that needs that should know that they shouldn't be in a long-term relationship. I don't know if it's so much as promiscuity as it is as maintaining with that person. They want to be with that one person. So why should it have to change? Well, here's the other part. All of that stuff that the woman is saying that the man did is the woman doing everything that she did as well. Right. Great point. Because it does take two. Right. So you can't sit back and be waiting for this person to put on this show and they're not performing the way that you are, but you're only there to give an applause or throw a tomato. No, you need to be on stage as well. <laughs> I agree. I think that having an open and honest conversation with your spouse, if you think intimacy is lacking, is uber right. important. If you're not giving them an opportunity to make changes, then that's kind of your bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what if you have? What if you've had now, multiple conversations? Th that's where you go into my life where things have transpired, where I, where that did happen in my past. Yeah. So. But that's past. So that didn't work out. Right. And things transpired. You know what I mean? And, you know, I will handle them differently than me who I am today. What about if you were married? Because you can't just divorce somebody because the intimacy is lacking. Yes, you can. What? That's crazy. So you would divorce Why somebody? Why is that crazy? Be, okay. So you build a life with somebody and you're with them for 15 years. And then on that 15th year, something just changes and you have conversation after conversation and another two years even goes by. You're on year 17. You have houses, businesses, kids. You're going to tell me that you're just going to throw all that away because intimacy is lacking? Yep. Wow. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something, right? We, I don't know if it's whatever, I don't know if it's the Bible or television or whatever the case is, but there's this imaginary theory that relationships are forever. That's just not true. Some people actually grow apart. Some people have different interests at a different place in their life. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be ugly. Like when you have two mature people that can say, you know what? What if somebody finally realizes that they're homosexual? Are you going to tell them, you know what I'm saying? How could you do this to me? Or would you say, I'm glad you finally figured it out? I would have a, I would have a little bit of a shit show. If Jesse told me, <laughs> finally, if Jesse told me tomorrow, you know what? I am gay 
and I've been hiding it, I would say to him, why in the no, world? See, that, see, that's the problem. You're saying he's hiding it. What if he couldn't identify it? What you mean? You know what you like. I mean, I know what I like, but what I'm saying is that may... There's that no way. That was an extreme example. That was an extreme example. No, I I'm actually saying, know some... I know a couple of people who went through that exact thing. Right, so... But Three couples, to be is, exact. That's deep. And you know but you're gay. If, if, <laughs> There's no not knowing. <laughs> okay, what about this one? Your sex drive just totally dies. Then you need to go to the doctor and figure it out. A doctor can't give you sex drive. Yes, he can. It's called shots. Man, I'm not... Listen. It is. Man, it's about, true. No, 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 no. I'm talking about you just saying, you know what? I don't really even care for sex. Or maybe once every month. Where your mate is like, yo, three times a day, ding, 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 let's get it. Then something like, is wrong. That's my point. What I'm saying is... But that's not going to change with another person. Like if you... You get someone... No, you get someone that matches that. Or you stay single. No, I this think a, maybe you didn't experience this yet because you're still young and full of fluid. So ooh. let me just tell you something. It is very common for men... Just a little heads up to you. <laughs> when you reach over 40, preferably like between 43 and 45, your testosterone decreases. And so does your sex drive. And that's why they have places like, um, I don't know if you've seen them driving around, but they have places, testosterone places, where you go and you get shots to bring your testosterone level back up. Because hormonally, it just happens naturally. Same okay, for women. Well, something that's, so that, that means something medically is going on. So that goes back to knowledge, right? If you have that knowledge and you have insurance, a lot of people don't even have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get your shot. But what if it's, what if you really become a loner? Like, what if you really, find, really realize that you don't like, you like your privacy? What I'm saying is there's multiple reasons to understand everybody's built different. Listen, in this world, I, I can just give you a quick number right now, right? If this world was perfect and everybody was supposed to be together forever, there would be a man for every woman or whatever your preference is and everybody would be together and everybody, like, that's just not the way it works. Everybody, well, you're supposed to find like, them. What's your favorite story, Cinderella? No. Actually, it's Pretty hey. Woman. But that's besides see, the point. But I don't fit into that mold though. I never wanted to get married. I never wanted to be a mother. I never wanted to have kids. I had a three year limit. Hello. You should know this. You've been in my life my whole life. So you know that I just I'm not the princess fairy tale type. But I do think there's a But you are. You disguised it. You're saying that people should be together forever because they got married. No. Or some people get married off of false pretenses. I, I agree with that. And I think that there is cause for divorce. And I think that there is, that it's circumstantial. For me, and this is just my personal opinion, I feel like I liken marriage to um, children in the way that mm. you don't just give up on your child. If they do something... You love them through it. You pray them through it. You teach them through it. Unless it's something where it damages you, it damages your family. So something like sex, for me, is not monumental enough to break up a happy home. Now, there's other... Pause. You said sex isn't big enough to break up a happy home. That 
home is only happy for you. That's the thing. When you say home, it's built up of multiple people. Mm -hmm. So you can't take an account of one person saying that they're happy. If the other person is not sexually satisfied, because what you got to understand, for some people, sex is more important than money. Mm-hmm. Sex is more important than education or whatever the case is. That's a problem. And, and then you have some people where I know of someone who um, they uh, drive off um, growth. So yeah. if they got with somebody where they both was hustling and bustling. And then their mate slows down, not doing anything. And the mate's like, yo, are we about to do these businesses? Are you about to go back to school? Are you going to get a promotion? And their mate is stagnant. That People get divorced over that. Hmm. It's, it's about growing together in those monumental ways. You know what I mean? That connection. If that connection is broke and everybody doesn't, here's the main thing. Everybody doesn't have the same fight. Your mate is like, listen, we've been trying to make this work for two years and it's not working. And you like, no, we can do it for two, we can fight for it for two more years. I mean, you have to have both parties. You have to have, you know, both individuals willing to work on it. And yeah, if, if somebody's wanting to give up, then yeah, that's, you, it. that's just it. But I don't think that like if if you came to me and you're like, yup, listen, me and Susie or whoever the hell you're married to at the time, you came to me and you're like, it's just not cutting it. Like we've had multiple conversations. I don't know what to do. I would say the final step is therapy. Like you have to exhaust all your options and say that you tried before you just throw in the towel because you're not dating this person. You are married to this person. That's a, a whole other commitment than just dating somebody. They're no longer easily disposable. You can't just be like, ah, no, I'm not messing with you no more. There's things to factor in. Houses, mortgages, kids who are gonna feel it. Then you gotta get a court order. I mean, it's messy. Divorce is messy. So it has to be worth it for me. I don't even know yeah, I, that. I'm glad you put that ending on there. Right, for me. There you go. That's not everybody. And I realize right. that. Like for me, if you are, you know, embezzling money, if you're stealing, if you're a drug addict, if you're, they have to be huge things. And I could see though how sex could lead to that stuff. I totally get that because how else are you going to bond and create intimacy if it's not there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I think there's a lot to factor in that would warrant divorce. And I got to say, like, if cheating was one of them, I don't know if I would get a divorce. That's good. I mean, it's not always a smart move. It's not always a smart move. I, that's why I say I don't know. <laughs> I might feel like differently if, sister, if it actually happens. You know what I mean? Right. If I had a sister and her husband cheated on her and I knew that her husband was a good dude and he took care of the family and did this and I know he loved her and I, would, I wouldn't tell her to divorce him. But he just slipped up one night or there was something deeper there? Yeah. It's always a deeper sign sometimes. But we choose to just look at what's on the surface. And I'm beyond, I'm beyond the surface at this point in my life. So do you think, speaking of, you know, circumstances and whatnot, do you think that it's possible to have a platonic friendship with the opposite sex while in a marriage, union, dating, anything? Like, is that a safe move or is that dangerous? Um, I say 100% is possible. But also, I think that you should respect the woman and man's nature. Like, having a platonic friend is I have them, yeah. but we're also not going to be drunk alone in a bed together. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, there's no temptation. 
doesn't take like you don't right you put, put yourself, yourself in a situation right because you could put yourself in a position where you're not thinking correctly and you know I don't care who you if you're not related you know what I'm saying it can happen so then by that definition it's not possible to be no 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 I'm saying for myself like <laughs> unless the I'm person's in, ugly as hell right because I, I have um women that I'm very close to that actually I call them my sisters and no line has ever been crossed but we also haven't I don't look at them that way and I don't see that happening but I do believe that some people that felt the same way put themselves in a position or predicament or a moment that something may have happened that they never planned on happening so what I'm saying is I believe in um, platonic relationships with the opposite sex but I also believe in making sure to not put yourself in a predicament when something can happen by accident. So have you ever been cheated on or had to deal with that? Yes. And it didn't survive, obviously. I've been cheated on. No, I've been cheated on right in my face before, actually. Hmm. Um, And we definitely broke up. And then I've been cheated on where I found out after the fact. Have you ever yeah. cheated? I'll say yes. When you were younger? I cheat, yeah, long distance. I was put in a position where we we spoke earlier of having that conversation yeah. about what you're missing and everything. I, I don't know if you were considering cheating or not, but I went to my mate and told him what I missed and what I desired. And they told me, basically, I might need to get it somewhere else. Oh, so, damn. Right. So I got it somewhere else, but I, they don't know that I got it somewhere else, so... So they just, they pretty much gave you a hall pass? The conversation wasn't in depth, and I kind of just took advantage of the conversation. Hall pass, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So because, so so that wasn't the same thing as y'all weren't in like an open relationship. No, 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 no. I wonder if you were in an open relationship, and you like had like, I I listened to, um, you know Jada Pinkett has a Facebook show? Yeah. Her show's actually really good, called The Red Table Talk, and she had on there, um, I'm going to totally mess the name up, I think it's Polly, Polly something, Polyagmaris or something like that, I don't know how to say it, but it's basically three people in a relationship, and so she interviewed these two girls and one guy, and the girls were closer, so it was the husband and wife. And this was their, like, third time in this type of union. And this one girl that they had on, he was saying that there was just a connection. And that it's possible to be in love with more than one person. And I'm like, is that... So I I was thinking about that because, you know, this is just how my brain works. Like, I like to think about things that go against the grain, you know? And I just... I don't know if you can actually... Can you be in love with two different people? Here's my theory about that. Who can limit love? Like, that's what I mean by the storybook stuff. And these... You know what I mean? Like, think about love. Like, there's so many different variations. There's so many different feelings and thoughts and who can tell someone that you cannot be in love with two people you got some people that can't be in love with one person so (laughs) so can somebody be in love with two people i definitely believe so i mean i think you can because there's different levels of love I love my kids, I love my friends. No, 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 not that kind of love. Intimate, I'm like sexual and wanting to 
spend time with alone and I mean I don't know because I've never been in that situation I guess it's possible I guess anything's possible if you build relationships right. with people and so you can't fully give to two people one will always you'll always love more than the other love I don't think love can be measured actually um I think like you can't put love in a measuring cup that's what I'm saying we live by these boundaries and these you know, thought processes, man. Like, everybody's different. Everybody has different capacities. Everybody has different emotions. Everybody's built off of different things. You can love, you can fall in love with someone for their mind. Yeah. You can love their thought process and never touch them sexually. And you can say, man, I just love the way they think. And then there could be a person that walked by and you say, damn, they look good. I would just love to just be intimate with them. Yeah. So how can you, you know what I mean? How can you look at that and say, you can't do that? Well, yeah, I don't know that you can. I don't know that you can say you can't as much as you're not supposed to, you know? <laughs> so, who says you're not supposed to? Well, marriage does. If you're married, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Human decency, respect, courtesy, mm. kindness, loyalty. If I'm with, mm -hmm. so, If I'm with you, I'm with you. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I never cheated. Oh, I have. I have cheated. One of the situations, that person was in jail, so I don't even count that. And the other situation, I was young, too young to even know any better. So, but if I'm with you, like, that's it. We're doing this until it's broken. If we're not seeing eye to eye no more, there's going to be a conversation. I'm just loyal. I don't, I'm the type, like, if I feel like I'm going to cheat, I'm going to tell you. Like, hey, mm. I feel like it's getting to this point where I won't say like, oh, I'm about to cheat on you. I'll be like, this is how people cheat because this, 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 and this, this is not happening. And this is how you, this is what at the point where somebody who's weak would just go cheat. And I'm trying to avoid that. So I'm talking to you about it first. Like, the, but, mm. the, but everybody doesn't work like that. And I, I understand that and I respect that. I just don't think, I think once you reach the point of cheating, I don't know if you can truly survive it. I mean, I know people who have, but it's, man, it is a fucking process. Like, you have to go to therapy. You have to figure out a way to coexist again. It's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of work to mend and rebuild with what you once had. And I think a lot of people, that's where they just be like, F it. But I think it's more exhausting to date than to fix what you have. I mean, but maybe I'm clueless because I haven't dated in 11 years. No, that process of um, getting to know someone and growing the attachments and figuring out the person's good, bad, and all of that stuff, that is a process. It's exhausting. Um, yeah. So Especially if you, you have know, kids, like I don't have time to do this with you. But you can't you can't let that lead you to a land of misery forever though. Uh, absolutely. So that's when you gotta weigh it out. Like how bad are these things that I'm dealing with versus how much energy do I have to exert on starting over? Because right. relationships relationships um are not easy. No, they're not by no means I think all in all, a relationship could survive cheating. It would just take mm -hmm. a whole lot of work. And forgiveness. For some. Yeah, some people might just be like, ah, oh, it was one night, don't do that again. I mean, look at Tiny and T.I. She don't forgave his ass a million times over. Plus, he's a millionaire, so. Right, and that that must be what. Money, money changes things. 
I guess so. It wasn't for me. <laughs> They're married. She's going to get it anyway. Like, what? Unless she signed a prenup. But she's going to get alimony. And she's freaking got her own money. Literally. Like, she, right. she's a songwriter and escape and all that. Like, she doesn't really need his money. So then I, I boil, you know, I, I'm looking at, is it love or is it like a self-respect issue? Cause, but but you you define. See that's the thing we put our 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 definitions on other people. What if what he's done is not that bad to her, or what if she knows, or what if sex is just an action to her? But I don't know. I don't yeah. know what their thing is or whatever. But I'm quicker not to judge than to judge because I don't know what they got going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you what know, contract what if, they got. Not only contract, but it's the it's the unspoken contract. Like if you're dating a celebrity that has money and they're attractive and they have swag, what do you think is going to happen? Part of their career is going out to nightclubs and traveling all over the world and having all of these women and VI. Like how many men can actually live that lifestyle for? 10 years and never touch anything. I mean, there's I mean, a lot Jay-Z, of celebrities who do Beyonce, that. No, there's a lot of celebrities. It doesn't get put out there. And there's a lot of celebrities that don't get caught that there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? And then you have some celebrity men. Women don't make men be faithful. Men either are faithful or not. I have some close friends of mine that just aren't into cheating. Mm-hmm. They're, they just want their woman. And I'm not even, like, I don't even want to really be cool with somebody that's always dealing with multiple women and then they including me and crap. Yeah. I don't got time for that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That takes too much. Right. So then when I come around a wife, I got to act like I don't know what's yeah, going Yeah, it's on awkward. And, right. So I don't even, I don't, naturally, I don't have friends that are into that. But what if there is a circle of friends that are into that? Right. So you know what I mean? Everybody got their own thing that they're doing, and if everybody's happy, keep it moving. If somebody's unhappy, walk away. So you know if you got a faithful person or not. You know what I'm saying? That's just is what it is. And you know if they're just faithful for a moment, if you put them in the right predicament, they might cheat. I don't know. Some people cheat because they can, and because right. there's somebody always willing to. Oh, there's always somebody willing to. Always. So I guess at the end of the day, you need to just stay on your game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Make sure they don't need it. Listen. Have that conversation. Right. <laughs> Keep it spicy. <laughs> well. Hey, baby, before you go, take this. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> I can't. Well, this has been uh, an enlightening conversation, to say the least. I yeah, think we poured into each other. Yes, I enjoyed um, your openness and honesty. Thank you. So oh, tell no tell our listeners where they can uh, check out your show. I'm on YouTube, um, Situation Court, and on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being on my no show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Taking yes, time out your day. And everybody go check out Phil and his um, new show, The Situation Court, where he will be given advice on people's situations and you can check out what the vote is and you can vote yourself so thanks for tuning in and i'll catch you guys next wednesday peace
You have listened to an episode of Sugar Coated. And remember, new episodes air every Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast. I will be your bestie for life for a five-star review. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. I want to hear from you. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Sugar Coated Podcast, where you can follow for all the latest updates. Catch y'all next Wednesday. Peace.